This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It is a great day for talk radio. There's a special weather statement in effect. We'll update that story at the top of the hour with the news. Next hour, of course, topics worthy of discussion. The last one uh, seemed to be spirited, so we'll pick up on that again amongst many others. Of course, big story today as well is where the Ford government has decided to uh, change the rules when it comes to uh, tuition, uh, as well as reforming OSAP, Ontario Student Assistance Program, and so on and so forth, and uh, providing opt-outs, too, from... Uh, student union fees for certain uh, things. So let's find out exactly how this is going to play out and uh, who benefits, who may be the losers in the equation. Marilee Fullerton is on the line, a minister of training colleges and universities here in the province. Ms. Fullerton, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, John. So uh, these changes now, explain in a nutshell why this is a good development. Well, this is, a, this is a reform that's for the students. So there's three parts to it. The first part is uh, really, really good news about the tuition relief for students, a 10% reduction across the board for all uh, programs that are publicly funded uh, through the colleges and universities in Ontario. This is unprecedented. It's historical. And uh, we've been hearing all along with the, uh, the campaign and since the election how important it is for students to have a uh, reduction in their in their fees. They've been seeking tuition reduction for some time, and uh, we feel it's very important to put students first. Uh, the second part is the, the student um, uh, choice initiative. That's, that's what we're calling it. It's going to be um, optional uh, for student ancillary fees, or what we call sometimes mandatory fees, or student fees. These are on top of a tuition fee, and these are, are fees that students are required to pay um, to their institutions. Sometimes it runs hundreds of dollars, and in some cases up, up to $2,000 per academic year. Um, so these are uh, services that students are required to fund, whether or not they they use the service or want to uh, support the program. So that's um, the uh, Student Choice Initiative. Uh, that is uh, the um, regarding the ancillary fees. And the third part is OSAP. How do we make OSAP more um, available for students now in the future and for those most in need? And uh, that's a really, really important part of this. We want to make sure that students can access post-secondary education that's affordable and uh, accessible, and that's cost-effective and uh, efficient. And OSAP delivery um, has been reformed to make sure that the uh, students who need it the most and the families who need it the most will receive support. That's a really important message. Okay, so let me just back up to uh, item one, reducing tuition by 10%. Yeah. Under the Liberals' plan, there were students who were paying no tuition. How does this help them? Well, those students will still be paying no tuition. In fact, uh, what we have in terms of uh, a change is looking at uh, the distribution of OSEP grants, and the grants is uh, a grant is something that students don't have to pay back. So the distribution of OSEP grants by family income, we've increased since the Liberals um, were in charge, and uh, we've increased that from 76% to 82%. Uh, and that's for that's the share of OSEP grants going to families earning less uh, than fifty thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars a year and less. So in fact, we are keeping the support that students need uh, for um, post-secondary education in the low-income groups. What we are changing is is um, 
the loan to grant ratio. And this is something that um, some students in higher incomes will pay more. What we saw under the Liberal government was that um, they were basically subsidizing um, with, with OSAP high-income earners making up to $175,000 in a household. And uh, we believe that as a government that's for the people and for students, that we need to support the students who need it the most. So we will be supporting uh, lower-income earners. And uh, our focus is on families and students who need it the most. But all students across Ontario are eligible to apply uh, for OSAP. And the Auditor General um, brought out a report that was very concerning. It showed that the OSAP OSAP costs were ballooning and that uh, unsustainable really. So if we want to maintain a OSAP program that supports students and those who need it most, then we need to make sure that it is sustainable and that's what we've done. We want to be able to have students have assistance now and future generations of students. All right. And so uh, when the Auditor General claimed it was unsustainable, uh, I believe the threshold for qualifying if a family household uh, makes up to 175000 You've dropped that down to what, 140 140 That's correct. Okay. Uh, so in other words, people can still qualify, but uh, it's going to eliminate somebody in a higher snack bracket. By the way, the NDP has been critical, saying you ought to convert these grants to loans and eliminate all the interest. The interest starts to accrue right upon graduation, and that's unfair to them. How do you respond? Well, you know, that's aligning with the federal program, um, and if that's okay with Justin Trudeau, then, then uh, you know, we're looking at ways to make uh, tuition more affordable, post-secondary education more affordable for students, and, uh, you know, just to make sure that, that students understand, we have, and, and families understand, we are making sure that OSAP is available for students across uh, across all economic levels. Uh, all students will be eligible to apply for OHAP, o- o- OSAP, sorry, I'm starting to say another term here, mm-hmm. OSAP. And uh, under the, the Liberal legacy, we saw um, the costs skyrocket uh, for OSAP. Uh, they ballooned. Tuition was skyrocketing. We saw subsidies for high-income earners. And we n- want to make it um, needs-based. It, it cannot be simply giving away money to to families that that don't need it or students that don't need it. We want to focus and make sure that the students and families who are most in need um, receive receive, uh, assistance. All right, well, let me just ask then, if there's uh, going to be a cutoff point for OSAP, uh, yet the students above that threshold from a family that could probably uh, afford to pay a full tuition are still going to get a 10% reduction, right? Yes, and, and you know, that is... uh, that's good for all students. It's good for every student across Ontario to have that 10% reduction in tuition. And uh, students have been asking for tuition relief. It's $450 million that will go back into the pockets of students. And uh, we just believe that we are for the people. We need to support students. We need to put students first. And uh, we're doing that with the tuition fee a decrease of 10% with the choice in student fees and uh, making sure that OSAP is sustainable for students now and in years to come. Um, we're putting students first. Let me just ask then, again, Marilee Fullerton's with us, Minister of Training, Colleges and Universities, on the announcement earlier today that the Ford government is reforming uh, tuition and OSAP and uh, ancillary fees as well. 
paid to the student unions, and uh, these were mandatory. Now they're going to be, well, you'll have the option of opting out. Some of the schools may be complaining, as I understand it, that uh, they'll be expected to absorb the loss in revenue if tuition goes down by 10%. Uh, who's paying that difference or the freight? Is this then uh, putting the onus on them to find efficiencies? Well, you know, we saw under the Liberals, uh, they they were driving the cost of tuition up and using OSAP to subsidize high tuition. We have the, amongst the highest tuition uh, fees in all of Canada. And uh, this is an extremely important reform to make sure that the institutions put pay, uh, students first and look at um, how we can innovate and change how we provide programs to be efficient and cost-effective, make post-secondary education affordable and accessible for students. And uh, I believe that institutions will be able to do that. Um, there, it, there will be a challenge, and this, we're issuing them a challenge. Let's make um, post-secondary education affordable, accessible, bring down tuition rates, and uh, allow students the freedom to choose in terms of the uh, you know, third-party clubs that they support um, at colleges and universities. We want to have students be empowered to choose and be involved in the financial decisions uh, through their education. All right, well, further to that, the Council of Ontario Universities weighed in. They said this announcement today will negatively affect their ability to provide the best possible learning experience for students, meaning the universities and colleges, uh, partner with their communities, and help deliver economic and social benefits to the people of Ontario. The NDP's critic, Chris Glover, also weighed in, said this is a sugar-coated poison pill. Looks good on the surface, a 10% tuition cut, but the cuts then uh, will be passed on and the university will have to scramble our college uh, and make up the shortfall or however, uh, and it will diminish the offerings to the students, and you say what? Well, well, I'd like to clarify that the 10% tuition reduction does not uh, translate to a 10% reduction in uh, revenue for universities and colleges. It amounts to about a 2 to 4%. Um, uh, reduction. And so uh, I believe that all of us are challenged to make sure that post-secondary education stays affordable for students or we make it affordable for students because it hasn't been. Uh, Under the Liberals, it was skyrocketing the cost of tuition uh, and OSAP uh, skyrocketed as well. Um, becoming unsustainable. So we want to make sure uh, with our colleges and universities that they are are partners in our post-secondary education, and we want to work with them, uh, but we challenge them to do better and uh, to make put students first, make post-secondary education more affordable and accessible. And for institutions that, that potentially will be uh, put in a, in a difficult position, uh, we have a contingency fund for them, and uh, we will be looking at how best to assist them. My ministry and staff here want to maintain and make sure that we have uh, a a solid partnership with our our institutions. Post-secondary education is critical. What kind uh, of contingency fund? I'm curious. Uh, Ballpark the figure. What amount would be there? Yeah, it's about $18 million. million. Mm -hmm. And how would a a school qualified to receive funding that way? Well, we would need to be in touch with them. They would need to be in touch with us to, to let us know what their concerns are. Um, every institution is slightly different in terms of its uh, its funding um, 
uh, buckets. And uh, I think it's important to note that, though, that the 10% reduction in tuition does not translate uh, it, uh, to a 10% uh, reduction for revenue for universities and colleges. It's 2 to 4%. All right. Well, that's duly noted. Uh, it's an interesting point, nonetheless, the pass on to uh, the colleges and universities to make up the difference or find efficiencies. I guess uh, that's the way it works. It ripples through all sectors and uh, in your ministry included. Marilee Fullerton, I appreciate your explaining uh, what this whole reform is about earlier today. Thank you, Thank you very much. Let's put students first. Thank all right. You, John. Thank Bye-bye. you. Marilee Fullerton, again, a minister of training colleges and universities. So when she says, I mean, the 10% tuition rate uh, cut is only 2 to 4% loss in revenue. Still, you know, there's going to be grousing from the colleges and universities and the contingency fund to help them if they qualify and who knows by what criteria. But let me ask you straight up, uh, in the time that remains before the top of the hour, is the Ford government right to put the onus on colleges and universities to find savings? In other words, uh, they're going to have to cut some courses, maybe, maybe some bird courses, maybe things, I don't know, gender studies or whatever else that might be deemed to be, well, no, that would be uh, the third rail, politically speaking, at colleges and universities in this province. But nonetheless, uh, if the burden is upon them, is that fair? Uh, Let them assume some of the, uh, well, finding of efficiencies. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.